0: signature promise of his stunningly successful presidential campaign to make America great again. During the morning's events, there were large crowds of protesters opposing Trump with signs and slogans, and some groups of black-clad anarchists who roamed district streets smashing windows of businesses and cars. Outside the Washington Post's headquarters on K Street Northwest, a group of a few dozen anarchists hurled bricks and rocks at police, who responded with loud flashbang grenades and streams of pepper spray. D.C. Interim Police Chief Peter Newsham said officers have arrested more than 90 people in connection with protests that turned violent on Friday and caused significant damage to a number of blocks in our city. He said a very small percentage of the thousands who came to demonstrate against the inauguration resorted to violence. It's disappointing that it had to happen. I'm extremely pleased how the police responded to this and took the folks responsible for this into custody. Elsewhere in the city, news reports showed columns of peaceful protesters marching. After the speech, before a traditional lunch at the Capitol, Trump signed three measures. One was a bill providing a waiver for James Mattis, a retired Marine general, to become Secretary of Defense, despite a law that prohibits that position going to recently retired military personnel. Trump also signed formal nominations, sending his cabinet picks to the Senate. At that ceremony, Trump appeared a slightly different politician than the flame-throwing populist he had been on the inaugural stage. He was in the middle of Washington's elite and enjoying their company. Trump joked with Congress's two top Democrats, House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, California, and Senate Minority Leader Charles E. Schumer, New York, about the prospects that his choices would be confirmed. At one point, Trump seemed unsure of whom he was nominating for what office. Ah, Betsy, Trump said, looking at one sheet he was to sign. Education, right? He looked to House Speaker Paul D. Ryan, Republican Wisconsin, and House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican California, seemingly for confirmation. Yes, McCarthy said, it was indeed the nomination of Betsy DeVos to be Trump's Secretary of Education. Trump also signed a proclamation declaring a National Day of Patriotism, new White House spokesman Sean Spicer said in a tweet. In recent years, other presidents have declared September 11th of each year Patriot Day in honor of the 2001 terrorist attacks. It was not immediately clear whether Trump's proclamation was a repeat of that tradition or a new tradition on a different day. As he entered the lunch, Trump appeared to shake the hand of his Democratic opponent, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, whom he made no mention of in his inaugural address. How are you? Thank you for coming. Thank you, Trump said. Later, at the same luncheon, Trump asked both Hillary Clinton and her husband, former President Bill Clinton, to stand and be applauded. As the lunch ended, the Clintons headed toward the exit, walking alongside the statues. Secretary Clinton, when asked by the Post what she thought of the speech, paused, smiled, and lightly tapped a reporter's arm. Hi, how are you, she said, and then she disappeared around the entrance, out and away, as Trump continued to greet lawmakers. Trump's swearing in now gives Republicans control of both the White House and Congress for the first time since 2006. The new president has promised to undo some of the most significant pieces of Obama's legacy, including his signature health care law. But Trump also enters office with a significant amount of uncertainty, since he has repeatedly contradicted other Republicans, and himself, on major questions about how immigration, taxes, health care, and other issues will be handled in the new administration. On the Internet, there were other signs of the seismic shift in power. The White House webpage, which that morning had touted President Obama's initiatives to slow climate change, now touted a promise from Trump to eliminate harmful and unnecessary policies such as the Climate Action Plan. The Trump administration's website also promised to be more pro-police than the Obama administration, under which the Justice Department investigated misdeeds in local departments. There was also seemingly a nod to Trump's open attitude toward Vladimir Putin's Russia, whose intelligence agencies reportedly sought to intervene in the 2016 election to boost Trump's chances. The world must know that we do not go abroad in search of enemies, that we are always happy when old enemies become friends and when old friends become allies, the White House website said. After the speech, new White House counselor Stephen K. Bannon, the former head of the right-wing website Breitbart News, said in an interview that Trump's speech had echoes of another long-ago American populist. It was an unvarnished declaration of the basic principles of his populist.